Hello there, Aaron Cloutier here, and welcome to episode number five of the Song Ranting Podcast, where I take listener questions from social media and my mailing list and do my best to be of service in the realm of songwriting. So today, uh, this is part two of a two-parter. If you uh, have been following along since last episode, I've been talking about the subject of song structures. And um, in my opinion, I feel like it's important to break that down into two separate categories. So episode four, I was talking about the actual song sections themselves. So, you know, what makes a verse, what makes a chorus, what makes a pre-chorus, et cetera, et cetera. So today I'm going to be talking about the actual song forms themselves. So the way to arrange all of these different song sections. So super stoked to be talking about this because I obsess about song structure all the time. I'm looking for new ways to, you know, kind of tweak the recipe and, and you know, kind of toe that line between familiarity and offering some kind of surprise, some kind of sense of variety within the structures. So super, super excited to talk about this. So in this episode, I'm gonna walk through three very common types of song forms that have been used throughout history. Uh, there's plenty more to, to draw from, but just for the sake of time, I'm gonna focus on three and just break those down and incorporate some song examples as well. I would love to be able to show some of these examples as far as like bringing the actual music in, but I'll probably get flagged by YouTube. So what I did is I put together a free guide that is going to really analyze each of the songs that I talk about today. So you can see like how many times the verse repeats and how many times the chorus repeats and how things are actually put together. So this will also be included with the free PDF that I put together where it walks you through going from no idea to completely finished idea in a series of pretty simple steps. You know, you should be able to get a musical idea going within 10, 15 minutes, give or take. And uh, it's all gonna be in the link in the description. So anyway, with all that said, let's get into it. Okay, so the first one I wanna talk about today is known as the triple A song form, so AAA. This is also known as repeating verse. And basically, it's designed to make the lyrics the focal point of the whole song. So the lyrics are going to change throughout the entire song while the music itself is gonna stay exactly the same. And um, oftentimes, during the verses, there's gonna be a line that repeats to kind of tie everything together. So that's kind of the main hook of everything. So an interesting example of the AAA song form would be uh, Free Fallen from Tom Petty. So what's cool about this is that it uses this repeating verse format, but it includes this little refrain to give the illusion of a chorus. Harmonically speaking, the chords do not change throughout the entire song. And I'll get into that in a second, but I wanna talk about the lyrics briefly too, because it touches on that classic you know, AAA form with the repeating lyric at the end of each verse. So specifically, the first and second verses where I believe the first one says, um, I'm a bad boy for breaking her heart, right? And then verse two, I believe, is you know all the good girls are at home with broken hearts so it's not exactly the same line but it's very similar and it serves as a hook right um kind of like a quick little baked in hook that you can make this repeating verse sound more interesting okay so the next song form i want to look at is the ab song form so what this is is essentially just to keep it really simple you can just think of it as a verse and a chorus right so clear distinctions harmonically between these two sections, meaning the chords are gonna be completely different between the verse and the chorus. 
or the departure, whatever you want to call it, right? It could be even a small refrain. Um, and I know I mentioned before that Free Fallen had a refrain without the different chords. Uh, and this is kind of a gray area because a refrain is a very short, you know, section here. And it's like just, it serves the same function as a bridge or anything else. It's meant to just kind of cleanse the palate a little bit and make you forget about that last verse that you just heard. So one of my favorite examples of an AB song form is the song Superstition from Stevie Wonder, right? Um, things, you know, get kicked off with that really awesome uh, keyboard riff that's going right, that whole thing. And that drives the entire song, right? It sets up the verse, which interestingly enough, contains the title of the song, which is commonly found in the chorus. Uh, and in this case, the chorus isn't even a chorus. The, the chorus is more of a refrain. It's very short, right? It's the section where it's like, you know, if you believe in things that you don't understand and you suffer superstition, blah, blah, it, it, you know, that whole section, right? That's more of a refrain than it is a chorus. It's to me less memorable than the verse itself, which, you know, I'm currently I'm geeking out on camera right now as I <laughs> as I talk about this, but it's a really cool example because you know it's not a short song either. It clocks in a little bit over four minutes, and I did an analysis of everything structurally, like how everything's put together, and the verse goes on forever, and that's a testament to the level of you know, well, first off, musicianship for one, but also the level of arrangement that is introduced throughout and that's a great thing that you could do with a b as well as triple a you can you know introduce new levels of instrumentation and build up the arrangements as the verses progress to break up the monotony to introduce some kind of variety and keep things going go back and listen to uh, free fallen and really listen to each of the verses as things progress and you'll hear what i'm talking about as well do it with both of these things. They're great examples for this. So the inclusion of this B section, right? It's very, very short. It's very brief, very concise. And it's just meant to serve as this departure to just help you forget about these overly extended verses, right? It's just a quick little palate cleanser. And I feel like if it was any longer than it is in the song, it wouldn't nearly be as effective as it is. Just, uh, you know, a great example of some awesome songwriting. All right, so the last one I want to talk about today is the ABC song form. And this is arguably the most popular, the most widely used song structure, especially like in genres ranging from pop to, you know, rock to metal to country, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, right? And for good reason, right? It's it's got a lot of variety built in. It's very customizable. You can add things, you can take things away, and uh, it's just kind of a great um, go-to if you want to think of it like that. So an example of a song that uses this that comes to mind, there's so many, so it was hard for me to choose one, but uh, I decided to just randomly pick Monkey Wrench from the Foo Fighters. Is it the Foo Fighters or is it just Foo Fighters? I think it's just Foo Fighters. Anyway. So what's cool about this is it takes that ABC song structure. So A being the verse, B being the chorus, and then C being the bridge, right? But it also incorporates a pre-chorus and also an intro that is actually one of the biggest hooks of the entire song. 
So if you're familiar with the song, you'll know it kicks off with that great riff right in the beginning. That right, that whole thing. Wow, I didn't think I was gonna pull that off. <laughs> and uh, that is such a strong hook. And yeah, if you have a riff like that, a great idea would be to introduce it the same way that it's introduced before the first chorus. So that's at the very beginning of the song, right? So the structure of everything goes intro, verse, pre-chorus, chorus one, then it goes back to that intro and just reintroduces that great hook. And then it continues on to verse two. Chorus two kicks off into the bridge with that whole section where he's singing the word temper again and again and again. And then there's another verse that almost sounds like a bridge but uh, harmonically speaking, it seems like the chords are pretty much the same as the, uh, the verses. It's that really ranty part where it just sounds like a buildup, like keeps building and building and building. And he has that really great elongated scream that's uh, going over the chords that were played normally in the pre-chorus, right? And then finally, we have the last chorus which is cool because it's a double chorus. And then the second time that that chorus repeats, it brings in that original hook, that intro, that right? So there are many examples that use this form, but Monkey Wrench is just, you know, a great example of a really, really well-crafted song. You know, the hooks are all strategically in place, right? And they probably weren't thinking strategically about it. I would assume that they were just kind of playing by feel and just using their instincts to, to, you know, structure everything. Like they probably came up with that riff and be like, Oh yeah, I really like that. I want that to be reintroduced throughout the song. And the, I would wager that the song grew organically as a result. I don't know what, you know, prompted it. I don't know what started. It could have started from anything, but I'm willing to bet they didn't like follow a textbook and say like, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Although there's something to be said for doing that, right? That can be a great catalyst for just getting into the mindset of writing. Uh, I talk about that all the time, right? With having songwriting prompts, like the, the free stuff that I give out. It's meant to serve as like a, a prompt to get you in that, that creative mindset, that creative uh, spontaneous mindset that just sends you down a rabbit hole. Um, but either way, there's more than one way to go about it. But my point with all of that is, you know, if you have like a bunch of riffs that are just lying around, maybe something to consider would be like, well, is this an intro? Is this a verse riff? Is this a chorus riff? Is this a pre-chorus? Decide on what it's going to be, right? And then organize it. I would make literal folders and just like put whatever your your phone recording is of what whatever the riff is. Like, man, that sounds kind of like a verse to me. So put it in the verse riff folder and just organize things that way, it can make the whole process so much easier. So, um, hey, there's my rant. I knew it was there somewhere. So that does it for episode number five. I hope this has been helpful. I love talking about song structure. I geek out about it because I'm always trying to look for new ways, like I said, to just kind of tweak the recipe and, and, and you know add a new spin on things and just Again, incorporating enough variety, but also incorporating enough familiarity. That's kind of what good songwriting is in a nutshell, is just balancing, you know, what's familiar and what's not. So hope this helps. And uh, if you want to go a little bit more in depth on this topic, since I couldn't really bring in the song examples to actually listen to, 
I did a uh, little deep dive analysis of a few song examples uh, centered around these song forms and just broke down the exact structure in how many times a verse repeats, how many bars, that sort of stuff. And I put it all into a PDF and I'm including it along with my multi-step checklist on how to write better songs. So if you are interested, you can find that in the link in the description if you are watching on YouTube. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, you can go to fastermusiccreation.mykajabi.com slash structure to grab all the free stuff. So thanks again for watching. And again, this show exists uh, based on your questions, right? So if you have anything that you want me to cover in a future podcast episode, definitely drop a comment or leave a review in iTunes or iTunes. Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. Let me know what you want me to cover next, and I will see what I can do. Thanks again. Stop.